Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. This is where I want to transition into from the mm-hmm. wide receiver talk to the draft talk. Yes. Now, I wrote a I wrote a column yesterday for WEEI.com. Please go read it. Please, please. Uh, and Andy wants all your clicks. Give him all the I clicks. I would love your clicks. Um, any old click bag of you clicks. Want to give me, just give me click, click, click. <laughs> any click, any click at all. Um, this debate in this, as you're calling it, lull that mm-hmm. is evolving is, and it happens every year, mm-hmm. trade up, trade down, stand pat. And Bill has nailed the hell out of it over the years. And that was sort of the lead to my column. Stood Pat, took Richard Seymour, traded down to take Gerard Mayo, traded up to take Chandler Jones. You're talking about three all-pro caliber players. A couple of them are probably Hall of Fame caliber players. Got them in different ways. He's done it all. He's traded out of the first round. Um, So what would your preference be? And I know this is a philosophical question right now, sort of a theoretical, because Mm -hmm. we don't know how the board falls. One, two, three, four, five. I am of the belief simply philosophically. I'm not beholden to it. If it doesn't work, like I don't want you trading up blindly for some player and then he's gone. I think they need to trade up because I'm a firm believer. The Patriots have a good roster of diverse talent. What they are lacking is great players. We, they need to add great players. Generally speaking, you have a better chance to land a great player the higher you are because you mm-hmm. have the pick of a bigger litter. It's, I'm not saying it's perfect. Plenty of great players going round two, round three, round four, round, like the whole thing. But the higher you are, you pick from the, the bigger litter of players. And I think it, whether it's Christian Gonzalez, who you know some people think could go as high as, I think I've seen him at three now. Three? I believe the latest mock I, I saw. Now, a mock. Just don't get me, you know, and I don't even know mm-hmm. if it was a really reputable mock, if there is such a thing as a reputable mock, whatever. And um, whose mock are we to ever believe, especially for New England? Because Lord only knows what Grow, Wolf, and Belichick are thinking right. right now. But if you can get Christian Gonzalez, I believe he's the top corner in the draft. I believe mm-hmm. he's a number one cornerback. I believe he would change your defense. I believe he's a guy you have for the minimum of five years and feel really good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but my greater point is you could get the top corner maybe the top wide receiver, maybe, the top tackle, maybe. Hell, if you want to stun me and take the top, 
Bijan Robinson, top running back, who I think is the safest mm. prospect in this draft. I think he is a lock to be a pro bowler in the National Football League. If you want to stun me and take him, I think you need to get that kind of player. Regard Brian Branch. Let's just say you think Branch, the safety the out safety of safety from Alabama, yeah, is the greatest. He's because he is impressive. Like I, I don't. Mm -hmm. I think the Patriots do need to do whatever they need to do. I think they need a pro bowler coming out of this first round. And if okay. you can maneuver down and do that, Bill, get Zay Flowers plus add a great for you. I don't love the risk. I don't love the idea. So I think they have to be aggressive. And I philosophically believe they should trade up when the opportunity presents itself to get the best of whatever they target. So let's say, for example, poor A. Hemplo. They love Paris Johnson Jr. Tackle out of the Ohio State University. You know the Jets are probably zeroing in on him or pre-draft buzz, if you will, has been that the Jets are prioritizing a tackle. Could also be Broderick Jones. Looks like Skaronski will be gone in the single digits. Hell, maybe if you're in love with him and you want to get the go next get him. Sean Slater, go get him. Yep, that's fine. Go get him. Uh, if you love Broderick Jones, I know you've dipped into the well of tackle that is Georgia left tackles before. You got burned last time. Don't let that prevent you from going back if you're in love with this guy. Or if you think Paris Johnson Jr., who's a little raw, but holy smokes, as far as a physical prospect goes, 6'6", 3-something, and moves faster than most tight ends in the NFL, get him. Because guess what's going to happen? He's only going to find ways to contribute early and often the same way Solder backed up light for a year. They used him at right and left tackle. Then eventually he takes over after Matt Light retires following Super Bowl 46. Why not go and get your guy? I can't imagine that they think a cornerback would be worth trading up for. I can't all, but but that wouldn't necessarily surprise me as much as the Pats going up to get a receiver. That would literally blow my mind. I think all of Pats, Nation, Pats, Twitter would collectively melt down if Belichick trades up and then takes a receiver. I'd love to see them do that, Andy. I think they're going to trade back. It's not that I want them to. I just think that they're going to default to Belichick value mode once again and continue addressing, rounding up on, and filling in the holes of a, like you said, good roster. There is no star player on this team. There's no. no. Well, Matthew Judon is close. Ramondre Stevenson is close. close. Like there's Marcus Jones is close. Right. Now, and maybe those all will be. I mean, for example, if, if Ramondre Stevenson has... I'm not going to say the same jump he had last year, but another 30%, let's say, or 40% jump, he's going to be a star. And if mm -hmm. Marcus Jones continues to play all three phases and continue, well, I mean, obviously, if he scores in all three phases again, yep. he's going to oh. be a superstar. Um, Matthew Judon, he if he can be a little bit more impactful, he could be a star. He could have a defensive player of the year. But, see, the trading down part, I just... Yeah, that's I think that's how you end up with a roster that has a bunch of pretty good players and not great players. Like, I just think that mentality and I think Bill looks at it that way, like numbers, numbers, numbers. I'd rather have five good football players than one truly great one. And maybe that philosophy has served him well over the years, but I actually don't think it has. You know why? Because I think he always had the great one. And I'm not just mm -hmm. saying Tom Brady. I think there were other great ones, whether it's it's uh, Julian Edelman. Rob Gronkowski, Randy Moss, Wes Welker. Wes Welker. These are impact players. Stephon Gilmore. However yep. you get them. Uh, Ty Law. Players. Yes, Revis like, was a great player. He was only here for a year. It was a great player. And I think people romanticize the idea of 1-53, to we're a better team, and that's why we win. I think it was a, a fabrication, a narrative. I think it was just a, a, an idea 
I think you won because of Ty Law and Richard Seymour. You know where they are now? The Hall of Fame. They're not the 52nd player on the roster, right? They're, they're not that. Rob Gronkowski will be in the Hall of Fame. Randy Moss is in the Hall of Fame. We can Wes argue Welker Wes deserves Welker to, he be, deserves to be right? in the Hall of Fame, yeah. So did you win because you were great one for 53? Or did you win because players one to five on the roster were not your kicker and your punter? Or guys like that when I rank my gosh darn roster in July and you force me to consider all those types of people. The old days, <laughs> those guys may have been really good at their job, but they didn't necessarily get ranked early. And oh, by the way, you also had a rare Hall of Fame kicker for a while in there, too. So so I don't the idea of like depth and quantity. I think this Patriots team needs quality. And, and I keep saying the litter. It's the same thing. If you're getting a puppy, don't you want to be high on the list? Go sit down with 10 puppies crawling all over you and, and figure out which puppy best suits you and your family and your needs at that time. That's the one. I don't want like or let oh, other people one. pick the dog. Oh, there, well, there's the value dog right there. Right. The value dog. And you're like, is he limping? What is he eating? He's chewing. Why is on the one wall. of his eyes cloudy? <laughs> right. No, you don't want oh, that. You great want disposition, puppies. though. Great, uh, great family dog. Yeah, but he might be blind. Dog, <laughs> come here. Oh, he's not responding. Oh, deaf too. <laughs> uh, All right. So, which one is the? Uh, so, who's the one-eyed puppy? Bill Jack's gonna fall in love. Right. This is great. what happens, people. This is the lull. We get a little bit. It's more like as Andy called it before the podcast. It's also the lull because yes. we have to keep each other entertained. We laugh about these things because we know the patterns of Belichickian behavior. It would be awesome, even if it was just a tackle. Like, let's say they are absolutely in love with one of those three top tackles. Uh, and they decide, you know what? This is a franchise foundational player. We are going to go. Nobody, this guy is going to set the tone and tempo for the running game for years to come. No one's going to come within 10 feet of Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi. Hendon Hooker, whoever throws a pass for the Patriots in the next one, three, five, ten years. Great. Then that shows a commitment to greatness. Mm -hmm. But you're opining for the Pats to chase after and commit to great. If you think Zay Flowers is the guy, is Antonio yeah. Brown in a Boston College uniform who should be playing his football in Foxborough, go get him because he'll be the, one of the keys to opening up the offense for Bill O'Brien. If you're in love with a tight end in the second round, trade up a couple spots like Two years ago, they they made their best effort at this, and it still may pan out because we stole 2022 from Mac Jones, or rather they did with the Patricia experiment. And then Christian Barmore was hurt a good portion of last year. But both of them flashed in 2021. They took their quarterback in the first round. Then they traded up when they saw Barmore was still available. I would like to see them do something similar this year, Andy. Stay, pick your guy, even go up a little bit. And then if you're in the second round, and you see one of your guys that was like in the top 10 and your board is still there, go get him. Absolutely. You need to win now. And you yep. also you need you need to compete now. You need to win now. No one's rolling over in the AFC East. There's no cupcake. And like you pointed out at the top of the pod, Vegas has come out and said, you've had a pretty good offseason. You've made improvements to your team. We think you're going to win one game less this year. <laughs> right. And finish one place lower in your division, never mind your conference. So yeah, and the other aspect of this, you have 11 picks, so you have some capital to mm -hmm. try to work with. It's not like your cupboard is bare. There's been times when Bill has had limited picks and limited opportunities. He has all his picks to do whatever the hell he wants to do, whether it's this year's picks, next year's picks. I don't see the reason to have any sort of hesitation. Now, you can tell me that the prices got stupid. Oh, it was silly season. They just didn't match up. 
I may or may not believe you. I think well, Carolina has already set a brutal precedent by yep. giving up a fortune to go up and pick either Stroud or uh, Bryce Young. I still don't know who they're going to take. I, I think it's going to be Stroud, but. I think it's going to be two, but I don't rule out Bryce Young. And there's been a lot of reports that a lot of people in Carolina love Bryce Young and that height is just overrated. And I agree with that. Height is overrated. It's the year of the short guy. So hmm. it is any, any personal, re- any personal reason why you feel that way or no, I'm, I'm very <laughs> average in my height. <laughs> I have. Yeah. So now, you know, how it's going to cost a fortune to move up for the first pick. There'll be probably be a bunch more trades. I don't know what will benefit the Patriots as far as how the draft will shake out. And as we record this, it is just over three weeks from now, uh, 27th. I believe we will be doing a draft evening program, myself, yourself, Rich Keefe. Unless, of course, somebody wants to swoop in and send out the Six Rings crew to be in beautiful Kansas City from Union Station at the first round of the 2023 NFL draft. So we can be disappointed in person as well as not just having to react off the television. Have you attended the draft before, by the way? I have not. I've it's always fun. been at either Gillette Stadium or our radio station. Great energy at the draft. It's a lot of fun. It really is. I highly recommend people go. I mean, I know Kansas City is not exactly around the corner from the majority of Pats Nation or New England, but it's a good time. Um, I still say I'm putting it on record. They're going to trade back. You want them. Do. You want them to trade up, but what do you think they do? I think they will think it into existence trade up no they're not going to trade up <laughs> i tried you you really did you, like you had the whole monologue prepared you transitioned nicely from the first segment into the second segment like you handled it professionally professionally passionately and then just can't do it bill got the best of it nah, this is what happens this is but maybe, honestly, hey i understand I, let's look at this off season I didn't see the press release coming announcing that they were going to keep Gerard Mayo and go get an offensive coordinator. I didn't see the letter going to season ticket holders promising investment in the team. I didn't see Bill bragging that the last 25 years is the reason they're going to be good this year. Like, I didn't see him. I would have seen him backtracking once I said it. But there was a lot of things in this tight offseason, this winter into spring, that I didn't necessarily see coming that were eye-opening. So, hell. Trade up. Mm-hmm. I just talked myself into it. Trade up. There they, you they, go. They pick, who picks at eight? They're going to pick at eight overall. Uh, who does pick at eight overall? That was where I think that's where the Bears are. I think the Bears moved back into eight. That's where. Nine. The, okay, nine. I thought they went nine. from nine to one and one to nine. You know what? You know, we'll do it right here. Everyone loves listening to people Google on a podcast. Well, I it, I will fill in while you look that up quickly. Um, your, your fear of trading down. Nine um, was Carolina. That's now Chicago. It goes Carolina, Houston, Arizona, Indianapolis, Denver. Uh, no, excuse me. Seattle, Detroit, Vegas, Atlanta, Chicago, and rounding out the top 10. Can you believe the Philadelphia Eagles? Yes. Cause they're picking in the top great, 10, uh, building their roster and building assets. Danny Ainge esque. Uh, tell me where the second, you still have that screen open. Tell me where I the show second, does the second Houston pick their second first round pick. Where is that? Uh, Houston picks two, and 12. They are primed to crush the draft, get their quarterback of the future, and either uh, they, they just signed Laramie Tunsil to a three-year $75 million yep. deal. They're not looking for a left tackle of the future. They could get a good edge rusher or uh, or or they could wide receiver. work with Bill and Bill could trade up to 12. I know it's only two spots, but that's perfect, Andy. If they love Paris Johnson or Zay Flowers or if they're in love with 
Devin Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, et cetera. You just go, oh, sorry, Jets. Whoop. Ha ha. Go right up there. Give yep. Casario a little something for late, you know, for the effort. That would work out nicely. You know. Yes. So that's what I'm predicting. 12. Okay. They trade up slightly to 12. Just like they slightly traded down for Gerard Mayo, and they, it was a little bit bigger move when they traded yep. up for uh, Hightower and Jones, but slight mm -hmm. trade up to go get who they want. Uh, and that's what Andy's predicting, and I'll tell you now, I think they trade back. I think Ooh. they trade back to 21 Ooh. with the Chargers. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. You know who I think the Chargers are going to take at 14? Who? Bijan Robinson. Ooh, that would be good for them. Yeah, it would because they're probably going to get rid of Eckler if not if they don't trade him before the draft, they'll get rid of him after this year. That would be and a then good trade for them. He, I like where yeah. you're See, huh? See That's your old pal. Deal. Every now and again, old dumb. Every, dumb. every now and again, you every, surprise me with some actual football insight, knowledge, and ideas. Every now and again, the sun now we'll get back to the, the regularly top. scheduled Fitzy. <laughs> Fitzy idiots. <laughs> Thank you, folks, for tuning in. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the podcast thus far. One more leg to come here on Six Rings and Football Things. Give us a sub, rate, review, share, subscribe, the whole nine yards. Hi, Bruins fans looking for more coverage of your favorite hockey team? Follow the Skate Pod hosted by Scott McLaughlin, Brian DeFelice, and me, Bridget Prue. Get your Bruins coverage from WEI's team of Bruins writers. We're the people who are at the games and talk to the players every week. For analysis of every Bruins game and exclusive interviews with the players, listen to the Skate Pod on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.